Welcome to the next installment of the Yummy Coco Show. This is a pop culture variety show for your ear holes with sketches, music, interviews, and games. I'm your host, Yummy Coco, aka Colette Prosper. I am a comedy writer and filmmaker. On this show, we talk about everything from the shocking details surrounding the deadly Astral World stampede, horrible um, news. Uh, that's coming out includes that Travis Scott partied with Drake at Dave and Buster's after the horrific event. Uh, just really awful. Um, and uh, he, uh, I supposedly Travis Scott has some, some, uh, some con artists uh, uh, history as well. Um, so just, uh, just some really horrible details coming out. Also, um, Brittany, Britney Spears has revealed that Donatella Versace is designing her wedding dress uh, when she uh, when she gets married to her uh, beau. And then uh, this week, I'll be talking to my friend and fellow comedy writer Miju Seyuni. Um, we're going to be talking about so- sociopaths, psychopaths, con artists. It's a very epic kiki. Uh, it's well worth it. It's very long. We just talk about everything, uh, including um, just favorite Connor movies. Uh, also, uh, Miju has a really great pro tip, um, like because she loves scavenger hunts. So, like a scavenger hunt pro tip is to go to the world market that that store. Um, supposedly, they have like really great. Um, scavenger hunt going on it happens every year and you can win up to a hundred dollars Miju actually before after the interview um she won a hundred dollars so it's worth it check it out anyway uh just go online worldmarket.com and you'll see more about it um R.I.P. Dean Stockwell he died on Sunday same day that my mom died actually uh Paris Texas is one of my favorites um just a really great actor. Um, we're also, Miju and I are also going to talk about Only Murders in the Building, starring Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, Martin Short. We're also going to be talking about You with Penn Badgley. So uh, stick around, check it out. Uh, but first up, some housekeeping. If you like what you hear, please give this show five stars. It's how you can um, help people see the show um, on uh, on their Apple Apple Podcasts. And now here's a sketch called Tough Love in the Maldives with Chrissy T. Sketch. Oh, Chrissy, when you invited me to the Maldives, I didn't realize that that would mean going into the ocean. Maldives is famous for their incredible beaches. Ah, oh, this is amazing, right? 
been to the beach before. I've, and, I, and I've just realized that I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of the water. That's why John and I plans for us to come here. You're our best friend, and it's time you've overcome your fear with some tough love. But I can't swim. Please don't put this in your Insta story. Oh, my assistant already did. Yeah, I did it's for your own good anyway. Remember when I got you on a bike and you didn't know how to ride? Yeah, and I almost caused a multi-car accident when I couldn't stop and I and, and then I fell into a ditch. Oh my god, I got so many virals after I gave you that band-aid. I almost lost an arm. And I still don't know how to ride a bike. Well, don't dwell on that. Let's get you swimming. Okay! Swim! It's like when I was on the Ellen DeGeneres show. What what does Ellen have to do with being in the ocean? Just keep swimming! Or just float or something. Help me! Help me! Help me, Chrissy Teigen! I can't swim! Let's do some breath work. Here, I'll live stream it. Yeah, I'm dead. No, I don't wanna die here. Please, please don't film me. I don't wanna die here. Ugh, okay, okay. Let's take a break. Now, what is the meaning of all this? I was trying to teach her how to swim. I saw my life flashing before my eyes. No, why would you go around doing a thing like that to your own daughter? <laughs> she is not my daughter. Oh my god, really? Thank you. And we're back. Please welcome comedy writer Miju Sayuni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to be here. It's funny because I yeah, because everyone's always like, because my my married name is Sonderager, and people always just don't know what to do with that. They're like, whoa, that's a mouthful. How do you pronounce it? So um, so yeah, so it's funny. I was like, okay, how do I pronounce it? And I actually did Google how to pronounce Sayuni just oh, so that I so know, funny. but like You're the way that that the AI pronounced it. I was like, different. yeah, and I was like, I could do this, um, but yeah, yeah. So Sayuni, hey, <laughs> hey, so so excited to be. I mean, uh, as as I as I as I told you, Colette, I'm so excited to be on the Yummy Coco Show. But I always called it the Yumi Coco Show. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's totally. It's totally okay. And you've done more research than I don't, I think anyone in my life or anyone that I've known in my life, including my own gosh darn teachers. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Teachers never, you could see the pause on their face when they would do attendance and you knew it was you, you know what I mean? Like that's, that was me growing up. So yeah, they're like, what do I do with all these vowels? Exactly. Exactly. People have done that. Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, they would just stare. They would uh -huh. just like stare at the name for the longest time. And I, I think there's. I'm sure if it hasn't been made yet, but secretly I think I know it has been somewhere. 
I, I'm sure there are films and stories that are created uh, that discuss how like um, in Western culture, how, uh-huh. how everybody wants to like dismiss names that are, that are complicated, like Western audiences and things like that. And I'm like, that's okay. We don't need to do that. Like I, and it's funny cause my legal first name is actually quite easier right. than uh, the name that I go by, which is my middle name. And uh, I think it's, I personally think it's really funny because uh, no one had, like, if anyone had the audacity to be like, well, you're just, you're just making this harder for me. I would be like, ha, that's not intentional, but uh, I'd like to make things harder for everyone because I'm a bad person. Yeah, but, but you didn't, you weren't born to, to make things hard for, like you, you were born with your name. That's exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I wasn't, I was not born to make things hard for, I, yeah. I feel like my family will, they'll be like, you were born to create a burden on us, but uh, in the most comical, loving way possible, as loving as people can say that. I, I think my parents, I honestly don't know what they do if I'm not around. Like, do they have someone else that they make fun of? Or do they just make more jokes about me when I'm, I was with my family for the first two months of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and, and Max, my, my partner, like loved being with them. And, and it was so weird because recently I, I talked with my mom and she was like, we had a great time, didn't we? We had a lot of fun. And I was like, we did. I, I loved being with you guys during the first two months of the pandemic. And then I was also like, but y'all teased me the whole time. They were like, no, we did They were like in complete denial that they were like, who was teasing you? No one was teasing you. Who was teasing you? Who, who was making fun of you? And I was like do you not realize like I was the butt of every, every joke and every side remark towards me. And, and, uh, that sounds like like, my household. Like that's how I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't really until like, I, I started living with Sean that like my, my sort of ribbing, like, you know, like I would, I would joke with him about stuff. Um, he didn't like it. And I was like, oh, like, so, so you always had that though, right? I always, I always had that. I, um, like my growing up, my, I I feel like, uh, even now that I'm, I'm in my thirties and stuff, I I feel like it's even more common. Like I, yeah, I would, my, well, what, but I had like a defender. So my grandmother, rest her soul was my defender. Like if they Mm -hmm. ever, if, if my father ever like reamed me hard, I think she would jump on him, which mm-hmm. always made me happy. But I think now that I'm an adult, no one is like, none of they, none of them see themselves as my defender. And, uh, and, and Max just thinks it's hilarious. So he doesn't, you know, he's like, I think because he is like, uh, he's kind of, he's like an only child adjacent mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, adjacent he, like, in that he had like older siblings or he, he had yes. much younger. Yes. Okay. He like had, me. He, yep. He had older siblings who were, uh, who he didn't grow up around regularly. Yeah. So, so, uh, uh, he had two brothers from another mother quite literally. And oh. so, uh, no, it just doesn't matter. They all know that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so was, they, was it a secret at one point? No, 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 oh, no. Oh. but, but, but it would be, you know, I don't know if you feel this way or not, uh-huh. Colette, but I'm a very, like, I think it's really cool that a lot of people do 23andMe, but I would never do it myself. And my, I've done my, it. Oh, you have got Okay. Uh-huh. My family and I have always discussed that, like, we kind of knew we're 
where our ancestral line has come from. So it's never been a mystery, but we also like low-key are like, this would open up a can of worms if it was a mystery. And, and I believe, and we secretly believe that it like either like makes people come together or tears them apart. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, it's funny because uh, like they've been able to find, because we're going to talk about uh, psychopaths today and they've been able to find some serial killers because somehow they did 23andMe or or they did, they were able to find like through um, these like genealogy, whatever's uh, companies, they've been able to find these um, like the, like the golden state killer or something like that. They were able to find him through that. I still haven't finished watching uh, the HBO series that they did about the Golden State Killer. Oh, with uh, Melissa McNamara. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I've been. I was in the middle of it, and it was too sad, and I didn't finish. And it's so horrible. I need to need to jump back into that. There's a lot yeah. of things that I I, I haven't finished it either. On. Right, right. Yeah, I haven't finished it either. But yeah, I I remember. Um, I just I remember that whole story and then the the writer became just consumed by the whole thing. And then she was um, on different medications and maybe self-medicating and um, or self-prescribing, I I should say. And uh, and yeah, she overdosed. I wonder if if that's a situation similar to method acting that we would like that we as writers ever, ever get too method or worked up into the writing that they would call it something like being like if we have a term similar to that in our in our form of creation because um yeah I was I was reading a BuzzFeed article recently which is weird uh but Mm -hmm. they were like ranking like situations where like uh like method actors had gone too far and I think it's because Will Smith's autobiography is getting released in a week or so and so one of the stories (laughs) yeah I get ready yeah go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> supposedly he he was like infatuated with stalker channing i'm like that's exactly weirdo. the one that's the one and i was like and i and i and i was like i need to like reread six degrees of separation because i did i was like was it was it like a romantic i was like i thought when i watched it the character i i, I could have sworn i i remember the character was like homosexual and he wanted a mother figure to bond with, but it wasn't like romantically, but maybe oh, yeah, it's no. in the movie. Maybe it's like completely different in the movie. And I didn't realize that, but I didn't, I no, like, he was, no, he was gay. He was talking about in real life, like in full ass, like real IRL. He was really like infatuated with stalker Channing. Which is so fascinating because it's not like his character was fully like, in fact, you know, so yeah, he there was an infatuation going on, but like the care the in the movie, it's a great movie also and really great performance, um, great performances all around. But yeah, he was he was definitely in love with the family. He was in love with their stature. He was in love. It was like it was, it, there was a whiteness thing happening that, like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's been accepted by by these people and and welcomed into their um, very exclusive world. He said the right things. It's all like um, respectability politics. He he was saying the right things, um, talking the right way, wearing the right clothes, and they just bought it. They bought all the stories. Would you would you argue? I know we're we're getting into this conversation. Like I'm jumping the gun, but would you argue that that he was like a likable psychopath potentially? That character, yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't murdering. Um, no, no, he no. Definitely he definitely has con artists. 
Yeah. yeah, he was definitely like, yeah, he was definitely sociopath. I, yeah, I, I think that he was, that's a good one. Um, the, the, I, re- I remember that guy too, the guy that he played, like, I remember him being on talk shows as a kid. Um, he, um, I, I love con artists. Like, uh, what do you call it? It's coming out soon. Like the, uh, the, the one, uh, what's her name? Like the, the German name, Anna something. And she pretended to be like this fashionista. And I don't know this one, but I love con artists. Con yeah. artists are like one of my favorite. I, I, I know that sounds weird, but like, yeah. Whenever people ask me, oh, if you could be anything else in the world, like what would it be? And I was like, if I could be anything else in the world and like money wasn't an option, I would like, didn't need to be factored in. I would be a con artist. Like I would, and, and people <laughs> are like- If you could swing it, yeah. Go oh for my it. God. I Elizabeth would love- Holmes, like, is that somebody like on that level of con artistry? Oh, uh, the, oh God, the, the counterfeiter um uh frank abagnale jr i like i i like read his i i fucking i read his book like i i loved uh the the fact that this guy was able to like con all the airlines make like counterfeit money like there was some i was like oh is this catch me if you can catch me if you can yeah oh yeah he i was like oh my gosh like i need to be the female version of this problem the art of the steel. It, 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 it's fascinating. It's such a, it's, it, it, it's really, to me, I think, a think a fascinating thing. And I love a good, I, whenever people go through, uh, which we should do a story about another day, like another podcast episode, but one yeah. of my favorite, like guilty pleasures that I think is underrated is heartbreakers. I think heartbreakers is like it's a great movie. It's an amazing film. You it know, was I, like, saw, I saw it at the movies and I think I like sat for this, the, the following screening. Like I watched it two times in a row. It's a great movie. It's, I, I think it's amazing. Uh, Sigourney I, Weaver and Jennifer Love Jennifer Hewitt. Love Hewitt. <laughs> uh, I believe it's Sarah Silverman's like first uh, like movie credit. Uh, you have, uh, who, my name is Earl. Uh, yeah, he was great. Jason yeah. Lee. Jason Lee's in it. He's a there weird, are, um, uh, I think, uh, what do you call it? Um, love interest. He is a love interest. Um, but he's also a Scientologist, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll take a step back. And there's, uh, <laughs> like Gene Hackman is amazing. Yes. Like Ray Liotta is hilarious. Like everyone in this film. And then he, like, he, he becomes part of the con. Like he becomes oh, yeah. uh, part of the family, the Connors family. No joke. Colette, uh, I, Heartbreakers is one of the first DVDs I owned. Uh, <laughs> like that is how I watched. I, that was a Christmas Levi, present. I, uh, I listened to that director's commentary and like cast commentary multiple times. That's like back when that was like a thing, you know, us DVD early aughts people would do is like, yeah. wow. Well, if there's a limited amount of special features, Guess I have to go back. I guess I have to hear these people talk during the movie. I, right. I guess I have to before before the prime of podcasts. So uh, it was. Uh, I love that. I haven't seen. I haven't rewatched it in years. And uh, but I love. It's like I don't think. I don't think that movie ever gets old. In my opinion, like it's, it's great. Do you still? 
And then I'm, 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 I'm picturing right now when Jason Lee surprises her with, uh, no, no, she did like, uh, she lures him into some kind of like dark room and like these, these lights come on with the stars and it's like the Beatles. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to tell you about myself. And then she tells him that she's a con artist and like her whole thing. It's such a, it's such a really, uh, it's such a really like, uh, fun and romantic movie, but simultaneously Jennifer Love, like. Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt like nail that film for some reason. <laughs> Everything I uh, and like everyone knows Sigourney Weaver can't do no wrong. Yeah, but there's just there's just so many great elements to that. I want like I never and I and I secretly wanted to do all these cons. Like I've never done the glass in the salad at a restaurant or the tripping in the hotel. But I'm like I'm like, could you do this? Could you do this? I feel like you can and it's like you yeah know, you still I, I, you still could and get away with it because that's pretty easy that's easy to put glass in your bag I wouldn't I wouldn't advocate for that but it, it's yeah, doable no. um well I didn't know yeah. this about you and we, we and and so yeah who I was mentioning was Anna Sorokin and she was this uh she also said, went by An- Anna Delvey well, oh, okay. there's Elizabeth Holmes and that that's the, you know, the blood uh, tech woman. And then there's the fake heiress, Anna Sorokin, um, who also went by Anna Delvey. And she pretended to be this wealthy German heiress. And she um, defrauded banks and hotels and acquaintances. And she really, she got away with a lot of money. And I think she has a Netflix deal. And oh, I wow. think there was um, a doc on, uh, like a docuseries on HBO. So, um, I mean, people love like a, a, you know, pretty white girl. And then like she, she just was a criminal, terrible criminal. So people love it. I, I love just me a good. that up. I love me a good story. I love me. I love me a good a good story with a little bit of. It's because I like magic, as weird uh-huh. as it sounds. I know that's uh-huh. a weird segue from like manipulation and like con artists to magic, but it's it's very. But like, it feels like it. It's You're a lot being of conned. Slide, slide of hand and misdirection. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's uh, it's a lot of the the same world. I like. I, I have a big. Uh, love relationship with with magic and i love i uh, i used to prior prior to all the uh hoopla that's going on now i used to uh enjoy going to the magic castle from time to time and i, I was gonna ask you about that i've never been uh you know if you're if you like magic i think it's a fun place but i mean the there is a very there is an in, one I, I i a lot of people always go under scrutiny about their uh wardrobe policy and then um oh yeah because you have to go in a suit and tie you have to go in a suit and tie and they're pretty lenient with the female cocktail attire which i think is also kind of leans into a lot of the sexism that i think people see um with that place with um and just kind of like the leadership that's sort of come and gone over there so i don't know if they'll be able um it's also a very like uh, like cis straight white male sort of world in, yeah. in, in there too, which is kind of a thing, but the magic behind it, the, the literal, you know, smoke and mirrors fun of like the, the magic castle, I think is, 
you know, having a place like that for adult, you know, adult and kid enthusiasts alike, but especially Mm -hmm. like adult enthusiasts of magic, I think is really like fun and chill. I mean, it's something when I, my family, um, my grandparents lived in Vegas since I was a kid. So Mm -hmm. that anytime I would go visit, you know, visit your grandparents and stuff like that, uh, it's not like they could really take me to the casinos, but they would take me to magic shows. Like, oh, they, so it's like wrapped up in those kind of memories. Yeah, yeah. I and it, and those are uh, and I used to do magic shows with my cousins, and I would love watching uh, breaking the magician, breaking the magician's code, which was a special on Fox when I was a kid, and it was they would like dissect how like certain like pomp and circumstance like gaudy uh magic uh illusions were done and stuff like that oh so, wow we yeah. had a magician for for um lucas's birthday um and it was this guy rich freeman and he he is a magic castle guy and he passed around passes for for Matt like a magic brunch like you can go for brunch oh, cool. there and i still haven't gone but i've, I've been meaning to Oh my gosh. I will, it's worth it. You should go. And I, I would go with you. I'll, I, I will say this. Their, their food is, is pretty good at Magic Castle. And uh, during Christmas time, they have really great warm bread rolls. Like it just smells, it smells Christmassy there. And they'll have, they, I, I think the first time I went to Magic Castle was so it's like, like come for the magic, stay for the bread rolls. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's uh it's, it's, it's a fun, it's totally uh Again, con artists, sociopaths, like it, they, it all works itself together somehow. Illusions. Uh. Oh, man. So, uh, yes. Um, speaking of like illusions and maybe no illusions, um, Sean just, <laughs> uh, Sean just uh, texted me. He'll text me. We'll text each other like random things. And it's kind of like passive aggressive. Like I'll text him things about like cleaning the house or like, not wearing a bandana during the pandemic. Like it's not a mask. The bandana is not a mask anyway. So he sent me an article about uh, rats in, in New York and how like they're in the part, the, the headline for New York times is they're in the park on your block. And even at your table reported rat sightings, health inspections, finding evidence of rat activity and cases of a disease spread via rat urine are all up amid the pandemic. And I think like today there was a, 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 a someone that died of rabies. Someone died of rabies like oh no. in, the, in the news re- today or, or yesterday. Yeah. So watch out, everyone. They're rats. They're rats. Rats. We should, I, I feel like there should be a musical <laughs> about them any given day. Yeah, any, those are, those are, yeah, nature's, uh, I don't know, sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't pigeons too? I guess that's. Rats with wings. Rats with, rat, yeah, rats with wings. Yeah, that would be. I'm not as bothered by them, but like, yeah, the, woo, I don't know. It gives me the, gives me the willies. I remember one time I was. I think I was in uh, I was in the subway in New York uh-huh. and I thought there was like a little like stray cat or a little oh, puppy. Oh. <laughs> I had a little puppy. <laughs> a pokey, mean, I, pokey little puppy. And I didn't go up to it, but, <laughs> but I remember one of my friends, Brianna, was like, 
no Miju, that's a rat. And like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Like I was, I was very oblivious. Like I was like, oh, oh. yeah, that, that I guess that is a rat. Like no, I I, I scream. Um I've I've um what okay so uh, yeah that was like one of like the turning points like before we moved um we had a rat in our in our place in Brooklyn uh also um there was one time where it was on the platform with us like I I was I I was um coming out of uh the train I needed to I needed to take the train to get to Brooklyn to go pick up Lucas at school and it was on the platform with us. Like it was this, like it was also waiting for the F train to like go into Brooklyn. And I screamed, I ran up the stairs every, it was like a horror movie. I'm, I'm like in get out. But all these people are like, what's the problem? I even like called Sean, who's miles away. He was somewhere else. He was like, why are you calling me? And I'm like, there's a rat on the platform. And uh, and then somehow it disappeared. But yeah, it's just uh, it's, a you know, this little thing. And he'll say that it's like you're bigger than it. But it's like, yeah, it just has all these diseases. And like, I, I don't know. It's like it's a horror movie. They're they're very they're very special. They're very. There's no magic. There's no magic. No, there's no magic. There's no magic. No, 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 no. What you see is what you get. This is true. What you see, what you see is what you get. And there's no, there is no magic to rats. That's, that's really painful. (laughs) Really painful. And they'll, and they'll always be here. So yes, they'll be here after us and they will, and they have, yep. mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Actually, now that you say it out loud, I think rats would be a really great, like, terrible next frontier of genre film like i'm surprised it hasn't been done already i i in fact i'm well, like mutant like mutant rats that like become that just like run they the world need, no they don't need to be mutant it's just like uh hitchcock's just, and the birds they just need okay. to be they just need to be and 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 it'll naturally uh happen on its own because when I think of a mutant rat, I think of Splinter and Splinter is yeah. really nice. Splinter so was I, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe they'll all be like, uh, you know, ninja advisors, but I don't want to assume <laughs> that. So That's let's, the yeah. only acceptable mutant rat is if so they I, are a ninja advisor. I that is it. That, yeah. I think then rats will just be in natural form, all of birds. And then they like, they just start ruining our lives slowly but so, surely. So can yeah. they like run for president? Are they are they like holding office or no. they're just they're just running they're, things? They're just they're yeah, they're like consume, you know, like if you see a hundreds and hundreds, it's like it's of it's like Pied Piper, like uh mm-hmm. you like the literal Pied Piper, not to be confused with Silicon Valley's Pied Piper. Yes, but yeah. uh <laughs> but uh that idea of like the rats. Oh, you know, the guy, the, the problem with the whole, with Pied Piper is that, oh, the, you know, they're in a town in Germany and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take care. They have a rat infestation. Yeah. And instead of, and instead of calling, uh, you know, they didn't, I guess they didn't have exterminators or yeah. something. So just kind he, of a con. He was kind of a con artist. He is a hundred percent a con. Oh my God. The <laughs> Pied Piper, Piper is not only a con artist, but that story t- takes such a dark turn in my opinion Uh like I don't know what I was I was watching something recently and comparing it to like the old Pied Piper fable and I'm like yeah it's all fun and games when someone's like hey I took care of a problem for you and you need to pay me a livable wage 
And the town's like, that's okay. We're not going to do that. And then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do the same thing, but to your kids and the kids disappear, except in a child who is handicapped, which I think is really sad. And then the town gets really upset that obviously all their other, they get upset that the other children are gone and they're, and they're like never found again. And I think I'm like, is it? And like, I'm like, is this a hundred percent available? So this is like a, a human like, trafficking. It, right? It sounds extremely stable. human trafficking. I yeah. don't remember that part of the story. You don't I just, remember? I, you know, in my like rose colored glasses um, view of that story, he just ran the rats out of town with his flute and end a story. But I didn't know that like he didn't get paid. He got he got, you know, shafted by the community. And then, so then he was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna like take your kids and do whatever I want with them. I had no idea. Are you just, this is a surprise. Yeah. You're not saying this just for the podcast. No, I had no idea. That is the real, uh, yeah, that's the part of the story. That's like the, that's like the, so like the moral of the story is pay up. Yeah. (laughs) I if you if you <laughs> owe yeah if you owe people you pay up or else yeah I forget what the payment he was supposed to receive was because I I forget if it's just normal payment or something special but yeah he takes the kids and that's like the real message I don't know what the real message of the story is it's like I think other people see it as oh don't trust a guy who wears like a frou-frou outfit with a green hat. <laughs> like, I wonder if that- And promises you some-, some sweet, sweet music. Yeah, don't don't promise a well-dressed exterminator. <laughs> but, uh, or yeah, don't, don't, don't believe a well-dressed exterminator. Or is it about like, you need to like pay up people and also they will take your, ch- like, yeah, everything goes back to, will they take your children? Mm, it's like- It's like, oh, well, probably. you should have paid your bill. <laughs> yeah, it was- uh, <laughs> It, it's uh it's a high piper very very interesting story and i think like many like many stories uh like fairy tales that are based in europe there's like a town i think that like keeps that memory i don't know i have to do like real digging to see if it's based on like a massive kidnapping that occurred in said town or not <laughs> but I, I the fact that the town like has the messaging and stuff about it I'm like oh fudge is it true like then I'd feel my heart would break but then again we have we have these problems in this like I still I still don't know where the Atlanta child uh kidnappings and murders like I, I oh my I, god like in like, uh Mindhunter I mean uh yeah so that's, that's where that's, I that's where I heard of it oh. I I heard of it from there's a great podcast that a friend recommended to me called Atlanta Monster and I listened to that before the Mine Hunter season 2 came out yeah. with the Atlanta Child Monsters because I was I wasn't really around or I was very young when that like concluded because it was a long period of time that it was oh, occurring. Oh right. Yeah, cuz there was a big trial and there was a guy that was um so so he went I think he went to prison, but like, he, he, yeah, he's so, but he said he didn't do it. And he's currently still in prison, but a wow. lot of people uh, still believe that he didn't do it. And he, and, and the truth is, is that they actually couldn't even try him for any of the kid murders. They, they were able to find, they, they, they were able to find evidence with him with like an adult killing that had nothing to do with the Wayne Williams is the guy's name. Oh, He's wow. still there. Wow, wow, wow. But 
but it's, it's a very, and I, and honestly, like you got to listen to Atlanta, uh, uh, Atlanta monster. Cause I, I yeah. watching, listening to it first, I was like, yeah, I don't think Wayne Williams did it. <laughs> like, I think a lot of people don't think Wayne, but, but that's the problem I think with a lot of, uh, kind kind of that whole thing that I, I, I know like only murders sort of address. It's like, uh, and a, and a lot of other shows address it too, that it's like police units, if they can keep something shut, they'll, they'd rather just keep it shut. Even if it's, you know, uh, even if they're like, no, we're not a hundred percent sure that this person did it, but it, but closure to most people is more important than justice. Right. Right. Um, for vict- for vic- for families of victims, they think this, and I, I'm not, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, I think, that's a really hard question. Is closure better than justice? Is justice better than closure? I think that's also like something that like uh, the play like doubt asks, so to yeah. speak. Right, right. So um, it's a very, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a painful thing. And, and lucky enough, like a lot, a lot of us aren't the families of like victims who have been like brutally kidnapped or murdered. So oh, we don't thank have God. to think yeah. about yeah, so we don't have to think about this regularly, but it's like I, I I think from from their perspective, it's like you know what really is more important in certain cases, and 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 and, and keep in mind, you know, it's like that the painful truth of the fact that we can't make those two things go hand in hand is a little screwed up. Like we should be able to have closure and justice. I don't. It shouldn't be like one or the other. So uh, so so that that brings us to like what we're gonna. Um, we're, we're going to talk about Netflix show you and Hulu's only murders in the building. So yeah, that's true. In, in uh, the idea of closure and justice, do they, can they, can they coexist um, in, in only murders? You, you have, you have justice kind of like you pretty much do, but mm-hmm. then something happens where you don't have closure so it obviously is leaves you, leaves it open for season two if if that's possible. Hopefully, because I mean it was a hit show, um, it's done really well so far. Uh, but then, like for you, no justice because there's never, never. justice. There's never, never justice, justice, on, justice you. on this show. You uh, kind of have closure in this in the, at the end of season three. Like they could just leave it. They're not because it's it's been renewed. Like it's coming back. And I'm going to watch because I, I loved it was so wacky season three and I loved it. I loved every minute of season, it. It was horrible. Season three, <laughs> season three was so wacky. And it's OK, because like the most uh, horrible thing that happened in 2021 television this year was season two of Lock and Key that I thought was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And I have no problem saying that out loud because oh. I just finished it. Oh, that's another story. I've for never it. watched it. I heard the first season was amazing. It was really cute. It first season mm-hmm. was really cute. Second season was was second season was a pain in so many ways. But we're not we're talking about you and only murders. But we should have some some justice and some closure. And then I, I, I'm crapping on a show that had neither. And um, but you know the fun the justice for you I think is uh uh. Sherry and Carrie's yes, like I love uh, them. I love them so arc. much. I they were the characters who like I I remember watching the first couple episodes and I'm like, can they die first? Like I'm so I know someone's gonna die and I'm ready for it. But halfway through, halfway through, yeah. Sherry and Carrie become the most 
freaking lovable people in this yes. town after like everybody who works at the library, which I'm a big music <laughs> man fan. Like anytime there's a story that takes place in a library and I'm not like a, I'm like a, I'm not a Joe Goldberg. Like I, there are girls who like, you know, make big, like thirst tweets and stuff about Joe. I, I could care less. Yeah, I don't, I'm not feeling him like that. I'm not, yeah. I find that really like annoying or creepy. But in terms of the fact that like a good like 20 to 15% of the show this season took place in a library, I was I was in love with that like crazy. I was like, <laughs> why aren't there more library plot, plot lines? Like we could just live with them in this town in this library and I would have I would have like stayed there forever and ever and ever. I love it. How did you feel about that that leak in the library though? All the books got ruined. That was then, disgusting. Yeah, but then he's like a binding champion. Like he can bind any book or or bound books or whatever. And and so yeah, so it was just like, oh, how how lucky that that he's there. But but then it was like romance because like, you know, in 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 the wet library, you know, they they have their first kiss. Uh, We're jumping uh, around a lot. I mean, I think, and that's the other weird thing about you is uh, they've consistently done this ever since like the, the first season. Like they're like, oh, there's no denying that Joe isn't attractive. Like they, they love to point out like Joe isn't just a creep, but he's a creep who's attractive. And actually in every one of his situations, it's not like he's stalking a person that doesn't end up being with him. He always ends up being like, they for one way or another end up falling for Joe, which I can't t- like, I'm like, I'm okay. But I'm like, I, 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 there, someone suggested this to me once and I still a hundred percent would love it. If Joe ended up in like an Amish town, I think it would be amazing. He'd pull chicks. He'd pull chicks. He'd be so confused because he doesn't have, like, he's like, well, none of these people have internet profiles. Like, what am I supposed to do? And like, he'd have uh, to like, yeah, IRL, like really talk to, he'd have to churn the butter. I'll do it for you, baby. And yeah. like, like really just talk. I'll, I'll brush that horse's mane. Yeah. yeah. And then and, like and, and really a, get to know them. It actually could I, be really good for him. Well, the other fun thing with, Joe being in Europe, I think for season four, if that's an op, if that's really what we're doing. Yeah. Cause he's going to be looking for, for his, you know, muse right now. Well, Joe has two kinds of muses. He looks for his like romantic muse. And then Uh he looks for his uh, town muse, which is uh, the society that he wants to shit on. And I think that is really the second plot always for you is it's like, sure. You know, uh, Joe is like obsessed with a girl, but Joe is more obsessed about shitting on every fucking area he's in and like the bourgeoisie in the area. Like, right. like he's going to have a fucking he's going to flame him. He's going to flame him with words and like, then he's going to, you know, kill a couple of them, too, at the same time. I, I, it's like <laughs> it's like in terms of like pretentiousness, it's like, you know, uh, like. I, like francophiles are weird I oh yeah like they're like they're to me as bothersome as like I'm I'm I have friends who are Britophiles and I like I never get it and I always I'm like I don't understand what your obsession is but uh like I, I, it's, it's like really like where would he go like after after like France like would he go to like Alps would he like stay in a chalet in the Alps after that and find someone to stalk and then ridicule like the wealthiness of the Alps or Ooh. would he like, 
or would he be on like uh you know Diddy's white party if Diddy still does white parties where where everyone dresses in all white and he is like look at everybody but then but then up. he has to come back to the states and he's he's faked his death I think Joe is going to be international from going forward going forward going yeah forward. is he going to to have to deal with uh uh the wealthy of like Dubai is he going to have to end up uh they'll fuck him up they'll they'll because that's such a a closed community I feel like um I don't know I don't know if he could um I don't know if he could hang it has to be a little loose well will he have to like end up uh uh, in North Korea, like where, where, where is Joe? Like we get that he's going to Paris right now. It's, it's like they're gonna use the sets from, you know, Emily Paris. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Emily Paris. Oh my Emily god. Emily Paris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Emily. Yeah, Emily in Paris. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I and that's and that's why like NPR like I was listening to them last month there was um, they did a recap of of the uh, the season and they basically said like the show has to end and and that's what that's I I think that that's where we're getting to because like where can he go um, where he can like find the muse that he obsesses over to a point where he kills them and then and then the 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 muse city. Um, he's gonna he's gonna get run out of Europe too. Like he's gonna have to cut off more toes and and lose more toes and maybe fingers um, himself to like fake his own death. And then like um, I don't know, go to go to South Africa or something, or go to go to Bali. I don't know. He's gonna have to like he's gonna have to keep it moving like and stay international. I think the yeah. moment the moment that he he returns to say Diddy's white party like in LA or Miami it's over they're going to they're going to they're going to get him the police I mean, the popo he, you know it's weird about the police they brought I I can't remember if they brought did they bring police in season 2 I don't remember but I was really sad that they brought these two great female cops you know yes. uh, in season 3 and these these <laughs> these these talented these talented officers, but let's be honest, they weren't that talented because they disappeared after like two episodes. Ooh, I, my heart was very my heart convenient. Broke. Yeah, and my heart broke. I was like, <laughs> I was like, great. Like, I was like, strong female cops. Like, they're gonna be the ones who figure it out that Joe's being Joe. But nope. Like they, I was like, they didn't die and they didn't do anything. And I was like, come on, someone, someone's got to figure this out. And then they had that huge uh, search party that Sherry organized. Oh uh, and those, those cops were there. Uh, Love was able to hide the weapons somewhere, like under some, a couple pieces of dirt and some leaves. It was so obvious. It was so no amazing. one knew. It's just so amazing how they just, get away with everything sidebar and side note about hiding stuff so there's this really embarrassing thing going on right now at world market mm-hmm. where they hide these like little magenta colored tents around the store for the month of november and they're they're, they're they have like a sleigh on it like a golden sleigh oh for santa and if you get one of these if you catch one of these uh like little cards that they're hiding around they're either like 20 or 50 or a hundred dollar gift cards and Colette, it's like a needle in a haystack. 
it's like so you've looked for this that, this card I've like look I might have looked like three or four times <laughs> since it started I mean it probably just started like last week so yeah yep <laughs> so it's a lot you, it's a, it is hard Colette it is this is the like I am I strive at being like a really good escape room person uh-huh. and I love scavenger hunts and I love finding things I won Hamilton tickets once through like a scavenger hunt like it was yeah. I, I take this stuff like extremely seriously and I've never been more disappointed in my skills in my life like I it's like the work it's it's like the struggle you have in like the most difficult roar where's Waldo book like I'm I'm in so much pain right now because of this so I don't know why I was segueing that and oh so like yeah not, I wish everyone could hide things as poorly as Quinn, love Quinn, but like, <laughs> I, uh, I was kind of like, but you know what they should have did? Like maybe everyone at world market should be like a serial killer. Cause they're so good at hiding these little tents. You I, never know in was, both, in both the, in both you and only murders in the building. I mean, there, it just goes to show you just like the, the bunny said, there's a, there's a murderer among us. There's a fuckwad murderer among us. <laughs> so it, just like it at world market, like you never know. You never know. No, you're, you're totally, you're totally right about that. And, and so murders is great. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And so, okay. So for, for context, you was the only Netflix show strong enough to knock down squid game off the top spot last month. Um, it's now behind, it's now like maybe number two, number three, um, army of thieves is now in the top spot. I don't know if you've seen army of thieves. That's eh, it's all right. I just saw, I saw the beginning of it. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if I will, because I really didn't like, uh, the film, the first, Ar- is it Army of oh, Dead? Yeah. Yeah. This is like the prequel or something for it, for Army yeah. of the, the Dead. And, and that was, I mean, you would think I love heists. Mm-hmm. I love con artists and I actually dabble. I enjoy zombies. So, uh-huh. and it's, and it takes place in Vegas. So I was like, this has everything right going for it. <laughs> and somehow army of the dead was not like that. Like nothing makes made sense. It's no film. heartbreakers. It's no heartbreakers. It's no heartbreakers. <laughs> Sorry, and, uh, Zack Snyder. Your movie is no heartbreakers. But you know, Tignataro was hands down like the best thing in it. And it's worth it just to watch her and since I think she didn't get to work with any of the other actors since uh, a weird like uh, like full circle to you, it was like reshot uh, because one of the actors was uh, had had a whole uh, interesting pedo type me too thing that happened. Oh, and- shit. I, I didn't know that. Oh, you don't know the story? Who's the uh, actor? Who is it? Is like um like Chris Delia or something? Yes, it's that. Oh, person. I didn't realize he. Wow, that would have been a huge movie for him. He messed up. So he, yeah. So they they fucked around like, and found out. He like uh they he already shot his, you know he was in the film and they shot all his stuff and then uh in post when when everything started coming out about him publicly. Zach's uh there was a whole I think a whole like a viral campaign of people saying to just like uh put Tignataro in it and like edit her over him and that's exactly what they did oh, and it wow. was and it was brilliant 
Uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's so brilliant to me that like this talented actor, she's like giving a hundred and ten percent and is probably doing her scenes all by herself. Whereas this ensemble was like all together and they didn't have, and they could not deliver. So she had to do a lot of, she had to do a lot of heavy lifting. Yes. Oh, yes. I have to see that. Um, that, okay. So that's, that's a good rack. Thank you. Um, so like, what did you love? So like these, okay. So the, we're going to talk about, um, you only murders. Um, a fun fact that I found out for, um, for you was that they filmed it on the same Warner brothers Burbank lot as Gilmore girls. So like oh. a fresh tart was located down the street from Luke's diner. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I thought the, uh, uh, I haven't really seen much online about like the orgy scene, like the um, when they were going to try to be swingers, but like um, it's very silly and um, and it's like, but, but I thought it was done really well because it, it fit with Sherry and Carrie being like, Oh, we know everything. Like we've been there. We get it. We're so evolved. Um, and then it, it was just like, um, our, 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 um, our name is, uh, is, uh, our, our, uh, safe word is Akuna Matata. And then, and then he was like, Oh, Disney, like the whole setup is like, Oh, Disney should be should sue or something like that. So funny, um, the husband's the master of self-optimization. I loved Theo. So like, what are uh, other things that you loved about you? I, I agree with you hundred percent about Theo. Like, I think Theo ended up being a very entertaining, like what the fuck character, uh, in the show, Sherry and Carrie are amazing. I, like I said before, I'm a big fan of everyone who worked at the library. Uh, Tati Gabrielle, uh, I love as, her too. Yeah. As Marianne, I, it took me, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. It took me like two episodes to figure out. Uh, I also watch uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And so oh, she was in it. Yes. She's, oh. uh, she's one of the like lead on lead ensemble characters in that she's, she's, a, she's amazing in my opinion. And her, her character's name is Prudence. Um, and she's kind of, she's one of the main characters who also is like the leader of like the weird sisters that are that are in in but her hair is a whole different they like have this like very gorgeous like 20s-esque like bleach blonde short hair that she has in that show oh maybe Um, like wavy wavy, yes so so like passing like uh ruth nega and passing maybe like like ruth nega yeah okay okay and so and so it, it feels almost sometimes because uh of how how chaos is like it almost feels like it's a completely different period than like her playing this contemporary character in you and so I like I didn't recognize her for an episode or two and I was like so uh happy that she was in this and how amazing she was um another I loved um uh the actor who also played uh like her cohort cohort in the library yeah uh, I wanted so, so much more. He ended up adopting uh, Love and Joe's baby. They, when Joe abandoned the baby on his porch, um, he and his partner uh, 
became became parents to to uh, Joe and Love's baby. Um, that was just insane. I, a part of me thinks Love might still be alive too, because he he seems to. But then again, like he was able to kill Beck. Uh, the other girlfriend, mm-hmm. he wasn't able to kill her. And then she came back. And then I think he killed her later or, or love killed her. I think love killed her. Later, oh, OK. Well, and I think that's the heartbreak of season three is just like um, I really wanted. And to she's like, but like, we're perfect together. And they really were. They really they were really, perfect. Yeah. They are a As great homicidal. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, and and coming back to another show that I think you brought up in another podcast that's coming back to Showtime soon. Um, you know, there were a couple seasons at the end of Dexter where yeah. he, had like a, he was like a perfect murdered couple with uh, another woman. And 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 I can see how- That wasn't Julia Stiles' character, now I'm forgetting. Oh, it's the woman. She's also in Handmaid's Tale. She plays- Right. And, and yeah. what was annoying was like, oh, and then we're going to go to Buenos Aires. And then when I get to Buenos Aires and she's in Buenos Aires right now, like every five seconds, and I'm like, just go already. It's t- yeah. And, and then and, he and ends then, up in Maine. Like he's like in yes. Maine or something. Or right like now. he never went. Or Montana, something. Yeah, some something some country, that I don't remember. Some some opposite to Buenos Aires. Uh I think and and I hate to say it, that character that they had on Dexter, she wasn't really that likable I can't remember what the character's name was but but Yvonne Yvonne I, Stravinsky or something yes, yes. Yvonne Stravinsky is the something like that uh-huh her character it's not Stravinsky because that's a pianist but whatever yeah, something like that a composer uh-huh. uh but like uh what I was gonna say with you is uh I what is it Victoria Pedretti or yes she, the character of love is so like in spite of in spite of her being a killer and having so many problems uh the actress and the character that she plays is is extremely likable she's a very likable character except that she has this one really bad thing which is she has extreme jealousy (laughs) issues extreme jealousy issues and she's a you know murderer oh yeah makes her murderous her jealousy makes her murderous it's it's so uh it's like the only I hate to say it, you know, because 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 everyone loves a good antihero, but like, uh, people uh, as uh, as uh, as the musician uh, musician and artist Carrie says, uh, jealousy is an, uh, like the ugliest trait. Like people always say that jealousy is very unflattering in people. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I feel that way. Uh, I, I I was a big love person. And knowing how quickly she would turn on a dime the minute like uh, Joe would look at someone, that was so sick to watch this woman who was very, I thought, strong in the second season, like become so fragile and it, and not fragile. Like, you know, Joe's an ass, mm-hmm. um, like no, no mistake. Like Joe, I think is a terrible person. And, and, and even, um, um, Marianne Tati Gabriel's character says, you know, at the end of you, she's like, you know, you yeah. can you can do better and you can leave him. And she like thinks about it. And I'm like, I would watch the rest of you as the character and she, love and I'd be fine. Right. And she let her live because of it. Yeah. I mean, also also because her daughter, daughter, her daughter walked in on them too, like just before she was going to kill her. But like that was part of the reason why she let she let her live. 
was that I think, I think that that really did hit home for her too. When, when, um, when Tati Gabrielle's character said that, but like, um, yeah, with, and then Theo, uh, Theo, I loved, he, he bonds with love. He develops feelings for her, um, which brings up some problems for the homicidal new mom. And she ends up knocking him out. We think he's dead, but then Joe finds him, finds out that they had been um, sleeping together, that the, that Leo, uh, Theo, sorry, Theo and the, uh, and, and love had been sleeping together. And so like, he basically saves his life. Right, right, right. Um, So that, yeah, that happened. So there's another Theo, the one, one of the things that connects these, these shows, and they're totally different, like one's in California, one's in New York, um, both have, uh, you know, psychopaths, only murders in the building. I just finished it. Um, you have, uh, you were, you were uh, Mabel for Halloween. Was, I was, and my, my uh, partner, Max was, tie-dye guy he was oscar for halloween so he got a tie-dye like how did he find he did he got a tie-dye hoodie we like you know uh max is uh for just to give you a reference is not the most like halloweeny kind of person so i i I picked a costume that i thought i was like oh that you don't have to deliver that much you just need a tie-dye hoodie but he also did like shave his like facial hair to correspond oh wow he went all out he did. I was really proud. Did people uh, got, know who you were? Only people who watched the show. So it wasn't, it was such a nuanced costume. And uh, I have a friend uh, who worked on the show and she had known that I was going to do that. And and she like blew up my phone the next day and was like such a sweet person. Uh, Sue Ellen is amazing. She was like, I well, I want to see photos of your costume because I didn't like post it anywhere. Yeah. And uh, I, I sent her uh, a photo of mine. And, she, and I want to I want to see Max's tie dye guy, too. And I was like, he took no photos of him. We need to like get his facial hair exactly the same and just put on the hoodie and do a nice little photo to re- recreate I, it. Yeah. To recreate it. Because I don't I was actually kind of, you know, I don't know with like you and your family you were like walking around but we walked around we drove around Halloween night to like look at costumes and stuff and it seems like the most popular costumes of this year were Squid Game yeah like of course. Any, you know, all of the all of the Squid Game characters yeah and I saw the- coronavirus of course like a big, really someone had a huge like the corona head with the spikes and and whatever like the big paper mache there was one more costume I remember seeing this year that was as common as Squid Game. And I can't for the life, like I remember this yesterday and I was like, oh, these were the two like really popular costumes this year. And I can't remember what the second one was. It was an obvious, like another TV show, but I can't, or movie, but I can't remember which one was. I'm trying to remember what else I watched to like, like if I, what I want, it wasn't, you know, it has to be some, it was Squid Game and there was one more. What was the other one? Hmm. Gosh. And it wasn't like Tiger King. It was, it, there was something else besides Squid Game that was very popular this year for, for costumes. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And I couldn't for the light. I can't, I'll, I'll figure it out afterwards. Well, what I'm seeing, according to USA Today, 
you know, take it, take it if you uh, take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, like a witch, rabbit, dinosaur. Yeah, I saw a lot of those, um, those big like inflatable yes. dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, Lucas was really taken by by one um, costume in particular, like one diet, like he looked it up and it was like $80. He's like, can I have this? Uh, I was like, I don't know. Um, Spider-Man, he was Spider-Man. Um, then, uh, yeah, Corella. maybe it was Corella. It wasn't Cruella, but that's a good one. That's a really good one. But it wasn't Cruella. Keep going. I want to know the rest of this list. Fairy, Harley Quinn. Because no. you can, I guess you can like sex it up. Cowboy, clown, and Chucky. Clown. Chucky's always popular. Chucky was really popular. I do remember seeing a handful of Chucky's. Um, and I feel like I saw a few Mike Myers. That wasn't the one that I, I maybe, and, and I didn't see too many really good clowns or anything noticeable like that. I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. I'll figure it out later. But yeah, Squid Game. Squid Game was was the costume it seemed it seemed like that I kept seeing everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw that a lot too. Even like little kids too had had the even ear. little kids. And I was like, did you watch this? Before? You know like, that's that there's a game on on Roblox but there's a squid game on Roblox. Like my, my son knows the whole premise of the show based on the Roblox. Yeah. And then also YouTube, like YouTube says everything. That's that's actually how I, I first learned about squid game was like, cause I thought it was going to be like kind of horror and I was afraid to see it. And so I, I, I watched a little bit on YouTube first and I was like, Oh, okay. This looks like something I could, I could watch. I won't be totally freaked out. Wanda and Vision. I saw a hand, I think that's the one I'm trying to remember. Like oh, Wanda, oh, nice. Vision, and Loki. Oh, I, saw some, okay. I saw a handful of those too. I think that's the other one that I remember. But yeah. but Ira, Ira Madison from the Keep It podcast, and he's a writer too. He dressed up as the brother, Wanda's brother. D, uh, Piet- so cool. Pietro. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was funny. That's but, a good one. But like, okay, so the only the premise um, for the only murders in the building with Steve Martin, Selena Gomez, Martin Short, is that there's a killer afoot at the Arconia. And the Arconia is actually a real life building. It, it's the Belnord in the Upper West Side. Um, I don't go there. The upper upper part of Manhattan, it's like a different country to me. Like it's totally different than I never really went up above 14th Street. So like um, I, you know, I, I, I grew up I grew up in Jersey. So I was always I've, I've been all over Manhattan. I've been all over the city. But like, um, you know, I just would never go there. It's like if you have no business there, you don't go anyway. So um it's just uh, I, I I did love the kind of Woody Allen aspect of the show. Like I thought it was really sweet. I love the people. I love the neighbors. I love Bunny, um, Jackie Hoffman. Um, but the, you know, the real killer, like fashionista was Mabel because Mabel had all like the really cute outfits. So like you're um, so like like she wore that um, that yellow fur faux fur. She had the gold hoop earrings. Her costume designer told Elle that the whole concept was basically that her costumes were like um, or her, her outfits, her fits were like a type of armor. Um, she wore really brightly colored clothes in the same way like an animal would wear a brightly colored coat in like a beware danger, leave me alone, back off kind of vibe. Um, so so like, 
what what was uh what was like a standout Selena Gomez outfit for you? And then like, did you grow up watching Wizard Wizards of Waverly? I did Place? not, not at all. I did not watch Wizards of Waverly Place, and I never watched like Ramona and Beezus or whatever. Oh, I've right. never, I've never watched any Selena Gomez project. So I, I was oh. like, first, yeah, I know Actually, that sounds really Chef? weird. No, I my favorite uh, Selena Gomez movie, and it was so funny because like at my um, old job, I bonded with uh, some of my coworkers over her movie. It was Monte Carlo. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw Monte Carlo. I don't oh, even know Monte Carlo. Yeah, my co- my coworker was like, "Oh my god, phenomenal! Like it, it it's a great movie." She uh, she ends up in person. It's almost like um, any kind of like Sophia Loren or like Audrey Hepburn um, kind of movie, like set in the like early aughts, where like she is um, she impersonates this princess from uh, from Luxembourg or something like that. And uh, and so like she gets to stay in like this like uber rich Monte Carlo hotel. It's it's, it's great. You got to see it. It sounds like she plays a con artist. It I sounds really, like she plays like, a con artist. She does. She does. Yes. Really cute. And no, she gets away with it pretty much. Yeah. OK, the only other Selena Gomez, I, I take it back. The only Selena Gomez project I've ever seen was Barney and Friends prior to oh. uh, Selena Gomez is an OG. That's a deep cut. Yeah. No, no. She was a she was an OG uh, Barney and Friends. Her and I think that's how her and Demi Lovato met was they really? both were both kid actors on Barney and Friends. Um, I had no and I, idea. I'm, and I'm assuming that means that we're not that far apart in age because I was probably watching it while they were kid. I don't know. Maybe I, it's hard to remember. Cause I probably stopped. I stopped watching Barney later than most kids. I think like, uh, you know, like Barney wasn't cool by the time I hit kindergarten, but I had a Barney backpack in kindergarten and I was, OMG. Very, Oh my God, it was a controversy. I was uh, <laughs> teased in kindergarten for it. And so my parents didn't understand why I didn't want to take the Barney backpack to school anymore. And I was like, work uh I was I was uh it it was just such a such a problem but um anyway uh oh no uh, oh so yeah so what what kept you what kept you on the hook what do you mean what kept you on Barney's hook like what what kept you he was I mean like I thought it was I love god I'm a sucker for kid shows like I watched you know, how I mean, Blue's like, Clues. Blue's yeah. Clues is great. I loved, I loved, I loved kids shows. Like I still, as in it, like when I get stressed before I like go to bed, I might watch Hey Arnold. Like I like, I like to have something animated to watch right before I go to bed to decompress. Um, yeah. I was talking to, Burgers. yeah. Yeah. I love Bob's Burgers. It's the best show. Uh, it's still great. Um, the uh, Christina, our friend Christina, she uh, loves We Bear Bears. Oh, We Bear Bears. I still haven't watched that, but I see oh, it on great. my queue of like, they're telling me to watch it kind of thing. Yeah, so. we we love it. Um, yeah, because so yeah, I wanted to ask you about like your favorite, um, your favorite like sociopaths, psychopaths. And like one of my favorites is Sideshow side Bob. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Um, I'm I'm a villanelle. 
I was, yeah, I love her too. I was going to say that. Yep. Um, Homelander from the boys. Oh God. Definitely, you know, definitely a psychopath with uh, I, no regard for human life. I love, I love the boys. Uh, but, but it's so, it's so weird. Cause uh, Homelander is just so much of a problem to me. I, uh, I don't know if, if I, I would, I would put that, um, there's a couple other characters that I'm thinking of. It's not in a, it's not in a TV show, but there's this, uh, Chinese film called Lust Caution. Oh, oh, that sounds uh, familiar. Um, it was known, it came out in the early aughts and, uh, it was kind of known for having very intensely graphic sex scenes. Like that's, that's one of the gimmicks that a lot of people know, but it's, it's labeled as an erotic espionage period. And it, and it was and it was directed by Ang Lee. And around the same time of that film coming out, oh, with Tony Leung, Leung, yeah. So Tony, Tony Leung from uh, from Shang Chi, Joan yes. Chen, all the so, all the famous uh, actors. Uh huh. Tony Leung, uh, who is this big like Chinese act? Like I love all his old projects. I'm, yeah, it was like my biggest fear when Shang Chi. I was like, now all the Americans are going to know him. And like, he's oh, so fucking. That's a good thing. He's, he's so really like hot in his like period suits. And I don't see you say it, you're such a good supportive person. You say it's like a good thing. But like when Mahershal Ali started doing like bigger, like budget projects and was like lead casted, I was like, but now everyone will find him attractive. And I liked when I was the only one who was like looking at Mahershal Ali, like I like. When everyone starts doing it, I'm like, then now there's no way in hell I'll get to ever like see him. But uh, uh, Tony Long plays like both the, he's like, obviously he's one of the main characters, but he's also kind of the antagonist. Uh And his character is like, like, no, uh, there's something uh, very quick, like log line of this film is these young uh, university students um it's always university students are 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 trying to be part of the revolution and Mm -hmm. uh they uh they're they're not only are the university students they're act they're like they're in the school's theater department or something like they just put on like very specific school play so uh they want part of the revolution and uh to do that they try to infiltrate one of the like lead uh men who's kind of part of the corrupt government played by uh uh played by tony and what happens is uh one of their lead one of the women who was like one of the lead actresses in the play mm-hmm. one of the college students she uh becomes his lover he Ooh. takes her as her and so she pretends to be like this uh like aristocratic well-to-do like chinese woman con artists yeah yeah it's a great but then but but the awkward like intense part of the film is like uh this guy who like no one he's like he's such a history man like no one can get close to him like he knows all of like the government secrets yeah mr yi yeah he's like he he kill kills people at a drop of the hat like the only way anyone can get close to him is you know, this, you know, her kind of turning into this mistress for him. And it is like, it is, but he likes things super kinky. That's all I can say is that like, like this film is basically uh, one of my, I still remember this to this day. 
that there was like a wait, wait, don't tell me quiz when this movie came out uh-huh. of like, there's the stump the listener game where each of the panelists come up, like one of them has a true story and then the other ones like come up with like fake news stories that were going on in the same time. And this was the true news story that like after this film came out, there were like a lot of hospital cases of people trying to recreate the sex scenes. In oh my film. goodness. Yeah, it was hilarious. hilarious. That reminds me of, of how I sprained my knee. I had to, I almost had to have knee surgery, but oh no. For intense. For, yeah, just like I fell out of bed. And uh, it was, it was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, I saw something in Cosmo. He's like, oh, I saw something, blah, blah, blah. And, and then I end up on the floor and I have to go to the hospital. So you're making me joke. This is just so funny. <laughs> so less caution. So highly recommended. Caution. I, so it's like, yeah, all caps on the caution. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Don't get hurt. It's uh, yeah, you got to. I, I highly recommend this film. This and like uh, the other film that came out around the same time, not as intense sex scenes, but also has some uh, fun sex scenes, I guess, but not as intense. Maybe not. I don't remember. Uh, Black Book, which was a German oh, film. Yeah. Uh, so like that was about the- I know that one. Swedish resistance, I think. Yeah. During World War II. And so, and so again, esp- erotic espionage, like- <laughs> That's a Miju movie. Yeah. (laughs) um, They came, I honestly think like, I'm almost positive they came out in like the same year or so when I was in college. Well, yeah, Black Black Book is 06 and then Less Caution is 07. And it stars um, Carice Van Van Houten, who's in uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. She was the witch. Melisandre? Yes, yes, yes. Uh Uh, Just as nudity in... uh, in Game of Thrones as she did in Black Book. It's very yeah, it's it's Paul Verhoeven who did uh Basic Instinct. So yeah, he's all about the you know titillation and yeah. I don't know, he's kind of a sexist, but like uh I would love to see less caution. Oh, it's so good. I yeah. highly like I um and yeah the these I these damn college students like and they're and they trying to fight the revolution by by it it's like it's so funny because I'm sure something like that did exist. And for Christ's sakes, like the whole point of, um, you know, Argo is yeah. this idea. It's like, well, how do we get, you know, how do we get these uh, former workers like outside of outside of Iran? Well, you know, we'll, we'll pretend we're shooting a movie and then we're going to get them <laughs> like, you know. Which is which thing. is like that other Steve Martin movie. Um What's it called? Uh, Bullworth, not Bullworth. Um, oh, w- not Bullworth w- with uh, with Eddie Murphy. But like they're like, oh, we'll film a movie. Like it, it's a it was a ruse the whole time. I still haven't seen that movie, but I know what movie you're talking about. Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Yes. Uh, but I still I still haven't seen it to this day. I don't know why. It's because when it when it, when it came out, I was a little kid, and I think uh, not a little kid. That's not true. I was in a I was a preteen but um my like family says it was an adult film so I couldn't like watch it they probably just didn't want to see it no I think it's I think it's like they they really like they love Eddie Murphy films so Mm -hmm. I think there was maybe lots of swearing but I have no idea maybe maybe not maybe I I should watch it now I kind of want to watch 
I kind of see, as you can tell, when I when I became an adult at like 17 or 18 uh, and these like erotic espionage films came out, I like went full force. I was like, oh, I can I can see this and I can see this. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, so. Yeah, because and then and then uh, we had a we had a TV in the basement, so I you know I could rent these movies somehow like Netflix or whatever, and just like yeah, watch it really low with the sound with the sound low. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, any fast forward to the to the to the parts to the to the scenes to the uh, juicy scenes. I it's so uh, it's so funny sometimes like thinking you know I I remember seeing I'm pretty sure I saw both lust caution and uh black book by myself i'm almost positive i don't know if i went and saw it with a friend but it but even when i when i see like uh graphic films with like friends i i i i I think uh i'm like oh that's that's fun and entertaining like i'm like i don't know i but lust caution i do i highly i highly recommend it i just think going back to see it uh, but but we were talking about only murders. Uh, you you were you were kind of talking about like uh, the story behind that, and um, did, were you talking about the costumes? Is that where we were? Yeah, yeah. No, I just I thought that was that was really cool that like um, that that was the motivation behind her behind her clothes. But then that was also your Halloween costume was like the brightly colored outfit, like the yellow outfit, which is cool with the, and the plaid. Yeah. Pants. Yeah. I loved, I loved uh, Mabel's costumes on the show, but sometimes when I am thinking about doing like a Halloween costume, cause I don't, I'm not one of those people who like think about my Halloween costume a lot in advance. I try to try to do it like a, a few weeks or a month. I also like, try to if I have like a practical wardrobe piece in my home mm-hmm. I I'm like oh that's where I stem my costume from so like one year I was um Velma from Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. and it was because I had an orange sweater and I was like I have this orange sweater so I can do Velma from Scooby-Doo and one year I had these Doc Martens and I was like I can do Daria from Daria because I had like literally that's where my Halloween costumes stem from is one like costume or prop piece. So like for only murders, it was uh a coat. I had a, I acquired a coat from my friend. Yeah. That was this orange, like it's not a fur coat, but it's like a faux, like warm kind of like blankety coat. Nice. And I was like, Oh, "Oh, like a Teddy, a Teddy coat. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Is that what they're called? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think so. Like teddy bear coat or something. I Uh got this teddy bear coat from her Uh and, uh, I was like, I never was really going to use it. It was just going to be something I was going to have laying around in the house. And then I see, uh, only murders. And I'm like, I'm going to base this. And I thought it was going to be a really common Halloween costume. And I like saw no one else do it. And I was like really, really shocked. And I borrowed my friends like red headphones and I put on the hoop earrings and stuff like that. You're but, like, this uh, is the look. Yeah, I I, I thought I, I replicated the, loot, the yeah. look really well. And people said I did, but nobody who didn't know the show knew who I was. And I did the same thing one year. I was Lana from Archer for Halloween. Uh-huh. I, had this, <laughs> I had this sweater. 
I had the long sweater dress and the leggings. And this was back in Archer, like season one or two. Okay. So it wasn't as popular as it, like Archer's really, like everyone knows Archer. Yeah, now. great show. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like when I did it, everyone said, oh, Tomb Raider, you're doing Tomb Raider. And I said, no, I'm Different Lana. Lana. From, yeah, I, I'm like Lana from Archer. Like my, I did my hair like just in a big ponytail. Like had it sort of like 60s, like straightened and, and right. put a lot of volume. And I had the earrings and I had the sweater and the belt. And I had a gun. I had the gun holster in the arms. And I was like, no, in Tomb Raider, Lara Croft's gun holsters on her hips and she's wearing shorts. I'm wearing it over the shoulders and I'm wearing a sweater dress. I am Lana. And like no one had seen Archer Oh, I was so angry. I was so, so I, I'm notorious for people not getting my Halloween costume. Me too. And and, oh, cool. No one ever gets my costumes. What were you the last couple of times? Um, I have, it's been a while since I've dressed up, but, uh, there was one time where I dressed up like an 80s hair metal and no, I think I just can't. There's a woman uh, on TikTok and Instagram. She goes by Crackhead Barney. And I think I probably looked like Crackhead Barney. No one knew. And that was, she did not exist back when I was the 80s hair metal um, groupie. Um, anyway, so that didn't work out. And, but the ones that did work out were, um, one in particular, I was a nerd one year and I did it totally like say by the bell style pens in, in my hair and whatever people got it. It very effective. But it was really funny that you mentioned Daria because uh, I stumbled upon um, this like he claims to be some kind of like uh, so sociopath and sociopathy researcher. Yes. TP primary psychopath, psychopathy researcher. I, he was like, like, it was like on Quora or Reddit or something. And he wrote this long thing about how Daria is a psychopath um, and how, uh, and how, it, and how uh, psychopaths prefer to socialize in small groups, like four people or one-on-one or by themselves. Um Daria Morgendorfer is a young introverted psychopath who sees the world and reality for what it is and is not domesticated by her society, culture, or family. She's not into trends, subcultures, or fashion stuff and prefers her own activities and things she enjoys doing by herself. She isn't affected by other people dying or suffering on the show. She's very good at analyzing people and understanding people on an intellectual level to a very high degree. And then he just goes on and on. And then if you like um, hover over his name, it's like, this guy's been banned. (laughs) So like he'd been banned from whatever website I found this on. Um, but it still exists, like where he like breaks down her character. Do you um, think that? What do you think? I don't. I was like, really? Um, I mean, she. I yeah. I mean, she. Maybe she's a sociopath, but I always just took it that she was just. Um, it was almost like well, because but Joe Goldberg, you know, he shits on people just like we were talking about. And like, she, she would shit on people. So like, did Daria grow up to be a homicidal maniac too? Um, I don't know, but like in the show, she wasn't. 
Yeah, she wasn't on the show. They did have a similar, they do have similar personalities, Daria and Joe Goldberg from you. And they are, they are kind of funny. They are kind of spot on in their like social commentary. And then you laugh, but. One of my favorite episodes of Daria is, I think it's called Life in the Fast, Jane. Oh, uh uh-huh. Jane starts dating her only friend, Jane Lane. Uh huh. Yeah. Her only friend, Jane Lane, starts dating a guy who's into like neo swing. Uh, I don't know. What do they, what do they, what zippers? Yeah. 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 When was that a, what what is the like official term for like, 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 like zoot suit? Yeah. Like, like like swingers. Yeah. Yeah. Swingers of the late nineties, early early 2000s. Horrible. We survived. Uh, I, I, I am so thankful I survived that. Uh uh, And, and this guy who's such a dick to Jane, like, you know, Jane also like will wear period clothes to like blend with him, but he'll like criticize like, Oh, you're mixing like a, you know, a 1937 like hairnet with like a 1947 skirt or like that. Like, oh like, no! He was like he a, was a big, dick to her. He was a dick. He was a huge dick. And I'm like that fucker. That fucker was a sociopath. Like he only like dates Jane for one episode. But like I, I wanted. But Dar. But what did Daria say? Did she butt heads? She butt heads with him. I'm sure. Oh yeah, she she read him for what he was. You know, to Jane, he she was like, you know, in in pure like Darius and that's the thing but like if she if she grew up to be like a Dexter type or like a Joe type where like you know Joe would take his like victims into like like a glass room um room like would he do would she end up doing that to like the swinger okay let's talk about this for a second do you watch Ted Lasso yeah do you think Roy Kent is a sociopath no if anything it's the coach beard really yeah go on how how, because Ray Kent is is very empathetic he stops he thinks about Keely he thinks about her feelings he might not get it at first but then he's like fuck because then he realizes like fuck I, I I messed up you're right if I forget about and then he apologizes he feels I was thinking he has feelings I was thinking about his human interactions with like every other character besides Keely, I think was my problem is like, like his anger, his rate his, his like, if I hit someone, it wouldn't matter kind of thing. like, you know, uh, where he takes his anger out. Um, I was looking at a list and some, and on a list, uh, uh, Marlo Stanfield from the wire was brought up as mm-hmm. As as also oh like Marlo's yeah it's definitely yeah uh it, and it, it's interesting because Marlo Stanfield to me was also a very like he wasn't my favorite like antagonizing force or strongest character on the wire like he wasn't the one who I was I was never really rooting you no know, I I I wasn't really rooting for him like yeah I I like how I, I we never rooted really- for Omar. Yes. Oh, I, like Omar is everything. Of course. Uh, gosh, uh, Michael K. Williams. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P.P. Yeah, that's that's like so painful right now because I don't. I it's hard looking at anything regarding the wire right now for me without like, thinking that uh, in head. But like the Barksdale crew, uh, like I, I, you know, I, I had a lot of 
fun feelings for like the Barksdale crew, all, all the like, uh, all the fifth graders, you know, seventh graders when uh, those characters get brought into the show. Mm -hmm. um, but Marlos Stanfield, I was always very like, mm, like I don't, uh, and, and he had some great uh, characters who were part of his team that I was interested in, but him himself, I was like, oh, that's nice. Like there's not much going. It's kind of like how I feel sometimes about Dexter and Dexter. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like every, I actually loved the ensemble of everyone else who worked at uh, the police station that Dexter, like I loved Angel. I thought Angel was a Angel. great character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I wasn't a big fan of his sister, but there there were just so many other characters on Dexter that I, the ensemble that I really enjoyed, um, but it wasn't really about him, so to speak. But yeah, Daria, I don't know how, I don't think, now I have to watch it, like rewatch Daria to, to determine where I feel about this. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's it's uh, food for thought, but again, he, this man has been banned. He's, uh, he's, he's, probably a psychopath himself <laughs> oh wow because <laughs> he seems like he specializes in it but um you know she has a lucid crystal clear mindset and perception at all times she's very direct in anything she says or does so she doesn't sugarcoat things and i guess that's what a psychopath like part of the personality of a psychopath and i guess you know they have a disregard for human life in addition yeah. Yeah, and they have yep, and they have a disregard for human life is like is like the the main thing. I, but I love yeah, because mm -hmm. like a sociopath um, has a regard for for human life. If anything, I feel like the sociopath would be Coach Beard because Coach Beard is very off to me. Um, but I don't know about Roy Kent. Roy Kent, I think is is um, I don't know what Roy Kent's deal is. If uh, I mean, he's just kind of like an angry uh, guy, and but he he has he has thoughts and feelings. I love Roy Kent. I do, I do like, I do like Roy Kent as well. Um, you I, can I cuddle with Roy Kent. I, I, I with Coach Beard, I'd be like, I have to lock <gasps> up my wallet. That's what it was. It was Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso was the other popular Halloween costume of this year. I'm oh, sorry. Right. It was everybody went as Ted Lasso and Coach Beard that I knew. I had one friend who went as Keely and I thought she did an amazing job. Yeah. But everyone mm -hmm. I knew went right. as Ted Lasso and right. Coach Beard. And I, I saw was like, I saw some Roy Kents too. And my uh also my uh I, I saw I saw I saw some Keeleys and some Roy Kents. Yes. But but yeah, the on the Daily Show, this guy was like um, uh, uh, Michael Costa. He was like, "Oh, uh, you know, it makes me it makes me think that like there should be more uh, white male led comedy like shows out there." It just kind of left like it's like yeah, there are. Uh, it was is meant to be a joke. Or there should be more more shows you know run like uh led by white males <laughs> i don't know anyway let's let's play some kind of game
actually, I just want to do a BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. And in, in honor of um, only murders in the building is, is uh, these questions about New York will tell you which only murders in the building character you are. So you were Mabel for Halloween, but maybe that's not your true self. Oh, fuck. I'm going to be bunny. I knew it. I knew it. So <laughs> you're, you're staying in NYC. What? Where do you look for a place? Uh, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, the Bronx. I'll stay wherever. Ha. Huh. Okay. Uh, this is terrible. No, it doesn't sound terrible at all. I'm going to say Brooklyn. Okay. Because that's the best place. Um, yeah. What kind of apartment would you prefer? Warehouse vibes? Old school, antique, modern, quirky, beach aesthetic. Beach aesthetic is a thing? I guess, but that's more and like Malibu or Santa Monica. I can't imagine that in, uh, what a, in the city. Or, but uh, There was something called antique. Yeah, old school antique. Sure, let's go archaic. Uh-oh. Choose a time to visit. So I guess a time to visit New York Spring, summer. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Yes. Choose a time to visit spring, summer, autumn, winter. Uh, Autumn. Ooh. Just like the the movie. Autumn in New York, Richard Gere. Pick a way to get around by bus, subway, by foot, taxi cab. I'm a subway girl. Subway? Yep, I am a subway girl. Hello, rats. As my aunt taught me, you take the... uh, subway until about 10 or 11 and then I'm supposed to taxi where I go uh what were you hill or rats oh no no I'm just saying the subway with the rats uh, yeah gosh oh yes. yeah okay so like, select I, next se- question next question select a New York landmark to visit Brooklyn Bridge Stan- uh Brooklyn Bridge Grand Central Station Empire State Building Statue of Liberty Oh, that's it. None of these are food oriented. Yeah, no. This isn't. Well, Grand Central State. Just to tell you, Grand Central Station has a really great food area, so you can like like Junior's Cheesecake, and there's like deli stuff. You you know, and this hurts. This hurts me even more that the uh, the the pier down in Brooklyn is not mentioned as like an option. Yeah, um, but for the, but this, for, this, for the for the BuzzFeed quiz, <laughs> it's just for the four buzz, spots. Uh, for the Buzz quiz, I'm going to say, uh, fuck, this is really I for the record, I don't think I've been to any of these locations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I have I'll just say Brooklyn Bridge for this. Okay, of this. it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, this beautiful is, choice. I'm sure they all are. I'm sure I, I really wanted the pier as an option. I wanted yeah. it to be a location I've been to. Uh, okay, keep going. Pick yes. a Broadway show to see. Hades Town, okay. Diana the Musical. I did not know that this was a thing. Moulin Rouge. It's on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. Oh, shit. Okay, keep I'm going to have to do that. You'll have to come back. We'll have to talk about it with that and Spencer. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah. okay. A good double feature. Yeah, okay. Hades Town, Diana the Musical, Moulin Rouge, Hamilton, Jagged Little Pill, 
or come away, come from away? Uh, I'm going to have to say Hades town. Okay. Only because, uh, yeah. And I, I love Hamilton, but I, I would say, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, curious. Right. I'm curious about that show. I heard it's really good. Choose another activity to do while you're in town, go for a picnic in the park, organize a trip to Coney Island, go watch a basketball game or grab SNL tickets. I'm going to say grab SNL tickets. Yeah, that would be awesome. But you have to wait on a long line. Oh, I'm going to make someone like, I don't know. I'm going to make someone give me their SNL tickets. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, You have to use your con artist, like from all the movies that you've seen. Um, Don't you recognize me? I'm uh, Pete Davidson's cousin. Put some glass Uh, in their pocket that was in your bag. And then they cut themselves and then you just take their place. I'm, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. Um, oh, here oh, yeah. The next one, choose a classic New York snack to try a cream cheese bagel, hot dog with mustard and ketchup, dollar pepperoni pizza, New York style cheesecake, a bodega style breakfast sandwich, which is the best uh, black and white cookie. Uh, bodega style breakfast sandwich. Yes, good. And the good. only thing that would have been second to that is a dollar uh, fold in half pizza would have been yeah. the second choice. Yeah, but these are these they're all delicious. So select. You watched, a, yeah, sorry. Yes, select select a signature NYC cocktail: Manhattan, Long Island iced tea, Cosmopolitan, or a Bloody Mary. Uh, a Long Island iced tea because if I'm going to get one drink, I'm going to be sloshed. Yeah, you want to you want to make it. You want to make it count. Make it count. I'm a, be effective. I'm, a, I'm I'm a Bloody Mary girl, but but if you give me an option between a Long Island for one day or a Bloody Mary, I guess I have to choose a Long Island. Yeah. Now pick a song about New York. Fairy Tales of New York by the Pogues. Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift. Autumn in New York by Billie Holiday or Empire State of Mind by Jay Z and Alicia Keys. Uh, the Billie Holiday song. Nice. Choose a movie set in New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Choose a movie set in New York. You've got Mail, In the Heights, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, King Kong, Goodfellas. Ah, this is hard. All different sections of New York. This is very, very hard. Uh, It's between Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, and You've Got Mail, because I really you've got mail is so quotable and don't Spider-Man cry shop girl <laughs> Spider-Man into the spider verse is one of the best movies of all time yeah uh so it has to be spider and and you already know my love for my second or third husband Mahershala Ali so I have to say spider-man into the spider verse okay and I I love you've I'm, got mail I, I love that love movie you've got mail I yeah. always am like Happy Thanksgiving back. That's like one of the stupid lines I'll say. Or yes. F-O-X. Like it's very quotable. <laughs> F-O-X. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to predict. I feel like you're going to get Oscar. You're going to get tie-dye guy. But let's see. Okay. Choose a TV oh. character who lives in New York. Pray tell. Carrie Bradshaw. Betty Suarez from Ugly Betty. Russ Geller. Blair Waldorf. Or Jake Peralta, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's going to be either uh, Jake Peralta or who was the first one or Pray, Pray Tell, Tell from, from Pose. 
Um, shit. Uh, I fuck me. I think I'm gonna end up being uh, Jake Peralta from okay. Brooklyn Nine Nine. All right. I have that weird optimism. Sometimes. Ooh, this is an epic test. And finally, what's your favorite thing about New York City? The food, the culture, the fashion, the people. Which one? Oh God. Uh, it's between food and culture. And I'm going to say culture and I'm going to be Martin Short. That's what they're going to say. I am. I'm going to be Martin Short. You're Charles. You're Steve Martin. What? No. Yes. You are oh, Steve Martin. No. You're, you're Brazos. No, I don't want to be Brazos. You're a born leader with an optimistic and caring nature, but you can sometimes be a little hubristic. Remember that people may be drawn to you, but you need them as much as they need you. Also, keep being silly and adventurous because it keeps you young. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I want to see you take this quiz and where you would have ended I'll up. take it. I'll take it. And then I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you when I get. Okay. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I, I was going to get Charles. Like I didn't expect that at all. I, I thought I was going to get Theo. I like, I, there were so many other people I thought I would be. But I thought you Charles. were going to be Oscar t- uh, slash tie dye guy, but yeah, no. Why? Why did you think that? Uh, well, I just figured like, um, cause of the Brooklyn, um, then the Brooklyn Bridge, and I there was another thing too. It's because I didn't say pizza. Subway. I think that's why oh. I, didn't, I didn't select pizza, and I think that was my turning point. I said breakfast sandwich. Maybe old school, old school antique was probably yeah. Maybe if it was like um, warehouse vibes, maybe it would have been one of the other ones. Ah, close. I mean, anyway. I would have also to be jammed like i thought amy ryan did a great job oh she was that was the sociopath or psychopath on the on the show she was the psychopath after after you know everything um yeah she was excellent she was great in how she um just like was very sweet and open and then all of a sudden she's like this like homicidal maniac she like she in love, she in love should have hung out because they both get very jealous. I think that yes. that was their, their weakness was jealousy. We must have, uh, a women murderers have like another thing on their mind besides jealousy. Like, yeah, that, well, that sounds a little like one note, you know, I know give us, you know, give, we're not uh, psychopaths, but like, you know, yeah, give, give us, give us more, more depth. Yeah, we're, we're more than just, you know, jealous, uh, hysterical broads, right? I, yeah, I, I completely concur. I completely so concur. so to close out, thank you so much. What's making you happy these days? Oh, uh, uh, it's the thing that's making me happy and the thing that's making me sad. Trader Joe's uh, Trader Joe's has a lot of seasonal goodness that comes out. Yes. But it only lasts for a limited time. And by a limited time, I mean like under three weeks. It doesn't even last a whole fucking season. And I think that's propaganda. What are uh, the favorites? What are the favorites that are happening have, right now? They have this thing that I think that just left called maple popcorn. They had this like maple flavored, like kettle corn popcorn shit. Wow. And it, and it, it didn't even last till Halloween. 
And I'm like, it's not even a full seat. Like you can't, it's November. Why would you take that stuff out before November? But they did. And I, I'm really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tease. Uh, It is a tease. It's a hundred percent a tease. Popcorn Uh, tease. uh, But I love, I, those are the things that are making me happier. Like Trader Joe's snacks and and working on my writing and having these fun talks with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, This has been great. How can people find you? Do you want people to find you? Yeah, people can find me if they want. Um, I'm on Instagram at raincheck on reality. That's my Instagram handle. I'm on Twitter for uh, I am Mijus, M-J-O-E-S. So my last initial and my first name, I it's as bad as shop girl. It's like a ter- terrible uh, name uh, for Twitter. And then uh, the best ways to, to find me, or if you find me on the street, please don't shout out at your car. That's really offensive, but like uh, be like, Hey, I, uh, you like yummy stuff. And I heard you on uh, yummy cocoa <laughs> and because that's what happens I just I just can't walk down the street without being recognized for my my voice and so yeah so now you're you're getting swept up into it oh my goodness uh it's always a pleasure yummy cocoa like thank you thank you so much so we'll see you next week I'm yummy cocoa keep your lamplight trimmed and burning bye (laughs) 